BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Top slow, hands off to Yo. Yo back and score. Another and one opportunity. Yoli Childs. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Tonight, the BYU Cougars play their second and final exhibition game as they host Westminster at the Marriott Center. BYU 1-0 after beating St. Martin's eight days ago, 92-71 in exhibition play. Yoli Childs led the Cougars with 20 points and eight rebounds. And after tonight, BYU will begin the regular season next Tuesday at number 7 Nevada. It all becomes real very, very quickly. Now, for Westminster, tonight is their first exhibition game. They will face UVU next Tuesday before facing Seattle Pacific in Seattle to begin their season on November 16th. The Griffins went 21-5 and last year. They were picked to finish sixth this season in the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference. Now, as for the Cougars, there are several new faces on this year's team, one of which is Gavin Baxter. Gavin was a four-star recruit out of Tempview High School. He returned home from his mission to Washington, D.C. Would have been really funny if he had gone to uh, Milwaukee. He came back from D.C. on May 1st at 6 feet 9. He is a big with big-time athleticism. I talked to the freshman after practice yesterday. Last year, Rylan Bergerson was the only freshman. You at least have Connor. Is it nice to have somebody else that's going through kind of the same thing as you at the same time? Yeah, it's it's nice to have somebody who's, um, like you say, going through the same thing you are and not be the only freshman guy. So it's good to have Connor and, I guess, Colby around. So it's nice. What has the last couple of months been like for you? You get home from your mission in D.C., Northern Virginia area, the beginning of May, and then you kind of jump right back into it. I mean, at any point, have you been able to kind of catch up, I guess? I mean, honestly, it's been like just I hit the ground running and just been grinding the whole summer, working out, just trying to get back in shape. Um, I actually, I'd say, got back into shape a lot better and with less hiccups than I thought I would, so that's good. But like I said, it's been 100 miles an hour ever since. I know there are a lot of different ways and a lot of different approaches for guys that come back from their missions. Some people want to take some time off and not do anything. It sounds like you kind of jumped back into it. Why, why do you feel like that was the right way for you to handle it? Um, I've just, I just didn't want to waste any time. Like I, I thought about you know, maybe taking it slow a little bit, but I was in class you know, like a week later, and I was already doing workouts and stuff. And so that's just, I guess my philosophy is just hit it as hard as you can real quick. So that's, that's what I was focused on, just getting back in shape as soon as I could. I couldn't, I couldn't wait. It had been a while since I'd been playing basketball. So, How is school going, by the way? What are you, what are you studying? Um, so right now I'm um, just taking generals, but I'm probably going to – I'm leaning towards a geography major. So that's probably what I'm going to pursue here. What's the idea behind geography? I mean, what, what ultimately would you like to maybe do with something like that? There's a specific major with it called urban planning. And so it's like developing cities and looking at different parts of how the ecosystem affects, I don't know, all different parts of – building communities and cities and stuff like that so it's a pretty interesting major i thought i'd give it a try very cool all right well let's get back to the basketball stuff you said you got in shape a little bit quicker than you had expected in terms of this team how do you feel you fit in with these guys um i feel like i can i fit in i'd say uh, on defense really well um i feel like i can bring energy on defense and also just kind of fly around and um, block shots, um, get offensive rebounds, things like that. So 
um, I feel like that's that's my role right now. Coach Rose was talking just a minute ago and mentioned how so this group is really comfortable playing with each other, and there are a lot of new pieces. You, Connor, I mean, you get Nick Emery back, Jesse Wade's here. I know he can't play, but he's practicing. To have a lot of different pieces and to, and to be able to come together and feel comfortable playing, that's a pretty big deal early on, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I think it just comes down. We got, we got quality guys who they're not out for their own you know, ego or this or that, but we just like to play together and um, play as a team. So that's, I think, our big, big advantage as a team that aspect so what else about this team do you like I mean you you're with these guys every day you're at practice you're going through what excites you about what's possible with these guys I'd say from like a maybe a leadership standpoint just how willing the guys are to help other guys but especially me being new and stuff learning all the stuff in the system so I just like how how our team has a lot of leadership not necessarily just our team captains but everybody's willing to step up and, and do that role, so it's good. What kind of feedback are you getting from the coaches right now, for you personally? They like where I'm at. Um, of course, there's some things um, they want me to improve on with uh, my offensive game, but that'll come with time. And so, But as far as things with the coaches going, it's going well. You guys get to jump right into it, the regular season, against you know a top-10 team at Nevada right out of the gate. You guys, you guys are going to get a really good opponent. Do you like the progress you've made through practices and you're going into your final exhibition game with the two exhibitions and everything. Do you like the, the way this team is heading into the regular season? Yeah, I think um, I really like the way things are going in practice. And I, I just feel a lot of energy with these guys, and we're ready to take on really whoever. Um, we're not scared of top ten team. We'll go in there and play the hardest. But really like our progress this year so far the tempo is something a lot of people uh, you know have talked about and that's usually what people when people think of BYU basketball they think of an up-tempo type system and it was slowed down a little bit last year you're getting back to the faster pace how well does that fit your game um I've been playing up-tempo basketball basically my entire life so I'm really glad that we've implemented that that fast-paced game again because um I like running up and down the floor and um, getting fast break points, and so I think that's going to be really beneficial for our team. So with the game against uh, Westminster being the last exhibition before Nevada, what do you and what, what's the team trying to maybe work out before things begin for real? Um, I think it's just locking in for 40 minutes. We can play, you know, 17 minutes really hard. We can play 20, 25 minutes really hard, but it really comes down to the teams that can lock in for the whole 40 um, and just, you know, play play our game for the whole 40 minutes and if we do that, we'll beat anybody. So, Yeah, man, thanks for the time, and uh, good luck against Westminster. All right, thanks. That was BYU freshman Gavin Baxter, really excited about the dynamic that he brings to this team. And it's 6'9". He certainly has the athleticism to play around the basket. He's got a good shooting touch. He's one of those guys, one of those bigs that can stretch the floor and shoot from the perimeter. He definitely has all the athleticism. It'll just take some time, obviously. With any freshman, it takes time to be able to kind of find his groove and figure out how he fits in. But boy, when he does, he is going to be one heck of a player for BYU basketball. Coming up next, we're going to head next door to the Marriott Center. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant, Cougar pregame live continues in just a moment on the new skin BYU Sports Network. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. We'll be uh, joined by Mark coming up in just a second. Unless he's there, should we try this? Mark, are you with me? Yeah, yes, yes. So excited <laughs> to be able to talk to you, Mark Durant. You have no yeah, idea. We- 
We had some trouble last game, but, man, here we are. Let's do it. Let's do this. All right, I want to throw this right out of the gate. You and I did the Cougar tip-off. You had a chance to see this team in that format. You've seen this team in its first exhibition win over St. Martins. You've had two opportunities to see this team. What are your very early impressions of this BYU basketball team? Number one, one A, one plus plus A A is that Yoli Childs is amazing. I mean, the guy has looked fantastic so far. He seems to have really worked on extending his range. He's got got a smooth, sweet stroke from uh, from perimeter. I'm just watching him shoot one right now, and he missed it. But that that, that doesn't mean he's not going to make the next. I mean, he. The thing about Yoli is, listen, Jason. Well, I know he wants to go to the NBA. He wants to do his thing. First of all. I, I, I want to thank him for coming back because he didn't, he didn't have to. A lot of guys aren't. And I think he recognized the value of coming back and really wants to improve his stock going forward as far as all the, you know, the, 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 the draft and whatever. Whatever post-college he wants to play. I think, to me, the best spot to do that is, is right here because he's going to be one of the best players in the West. Uh, he's going to have a chance to... I think average, what, 20, 25, and, and at least 10, a double-double. And if this team can be good and get to the NCAA tournament, maybe beat Gonzaga, but get to the NCAA tournament, maybe win a game there, that's really how everyone's going to know about him. And it's really going to boost his draft stock. Now, aside from all of that, it's just a, a, an unstoppable force. He's got there's, I can't see any weaknesses. He's got a back-to-the-basket game. He's got so many different weapons that, He's going to be hard to stop. Now, the question is, when you've got that kind of marquee big guy, can you fill in those spots? And one of the weaknesses last year was his terrible three-point shooting. BYU has to shoot better from three, whether it's TJ, uh, whether it's Zach Selyus, uh, whether it's uh, Jasheer Hardnett, whoever is out on the perimeter, Nick Emery. If they can provide some firepower from the three-point line with a guy like Yoli on the inside, that is the secret formula for being really good. And uh, so we'll see how it goes. But so far, I like the three-point shooting. It wasn't great the other night against St. Martins, but to me it looks better. Zach Selyus's shot looks way better to me. He seems to have fix, fixed his mechanical issues and and it seems confident we'll be able to play more in a natural spot on the perimeter this year, I think. And so if TJ and Nick and Zach can kind of get the form that we all know that they have and combine that with Yoli, man, this is going to be a fun team to watch. I was surprised when BYU was picked third in the WCC coaches poll. What was your reaction when you saw BYU picked behind Gonzaga? That's not the that's not the surprise. Being picked behind St. Mary's was a surprise to me. What did you make of being picked third for the Cougars? I think it's just a function of that's how it's been the last few years, and so it's kind of like until you do it, don't expect me to think otherwise. And so I, I actually kind of like that. I mean, you got to kind of earn stuff. And uh, I think, uh, it, it, practically speaking, if if I'm looking at the teams, I, I would not pick BYU third. But I don't really have a problem with them doing that. Maybe it'll give you some incentive as a team to be picked that low. Uh, you know, whatever whatever it takes to get you going. But I can't imagine St. Mary's is better than BYU this year. But who knows? I mean, they, they got a great coach. I don't love him, but he's a great coach, and he gets guys, and they've got a nice Australian pipeline and whatever, and Ford, Ford, I think, is going to be really good. But I just can't imagine St. Mary's you know, being better than BYU this year, but we'll see. And uh, Gonzaga, obviously, you know, they're going to be number one. 
and it's it's hard to imagine BYU beating them home or away, but I could have said that the last four or five years, and BYU's done it. So uh, we'll see. Maybe not last year, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I do think BYU can compete and will be a top-two team in the league, and hopefully that will be good enough to get them in the NCAA tournament. I don't know that they can get Gonzaga. I mean, Gonzaga is uh, as good as they've been over the, over the years we've seen, and they've been really, really good. This may be their best team, so we'll have to wait and see. What is your biggest question mark heading into this season right now? Well, I mean, I guess it would be just the style of play again. I don't like kind of going back and forth. you gotta, you got to know who your personnel is, and so maybe you do some things differently from one year to the next. And Heath Schroyer came in and said, hey, let's take a little bit better care of the basketball. Let's work to get better shots rather than just kind of run and gun and throw it up there every time. And so I'm interested to, interested to see how much of kind of the, the, the defensive mindset and the take care of the ball mindset that Heath Schroyer brought last year will remain. I know – Coach Rose wants to play faster. I know they want to shoot more threes. But the thing is, Jason, you can shoot a ton of threes but still shoot good threes. I mean, they're there for you. You can you can take a three almost every time now. But don't take the first one. Don't take the one off the dribble with a hand in the face. You know, get get good looks. Shoot as many as you want, but but let's get good quality looks at the basket. And that then that percentage will go up some. And the, the, the thing I want to see most, though, is to have that defense still be the same and really buckle down defensively. I like what I'm seeing on the – on the on-ball defense from guys like Jasheer Hardnett. And, uh, I mean, if you can, in a man-to-man defense, take care of your guy. That just takes so much pressure off the other guys. If you just stay in front of your man, force a tough shot, and it's going to re- really help BYU. So if they can continue to play that kind of good defense, maybe maybe speed it up a little offensively, but don't abandon, abandon those principles of working hard and, and being smart with your shot selection. If they can do that, that's a pretty good combination to me. So, We'll see. I mean, that's. I guess my biggest question is how how the defense will transition from last year to this without Heath Schroyer, and how how the different how different it will be offensively to see BYU play a little bit more up speed. A couple of new freshmen on this team. Gavin Baxter was my player interview in the previous segment. I really like his potential, uh, especially over his career at BYU. Connor Harding is another guy who his shot his. his his shot's already looking really good. I know he's been working on it since coming back from the mission. What do you think of the young guys that uh, that will uh, obviously have to earn their minutes but probably should see time? Well, the, the first thing we need to remember is these guys, first of all, the, the, the jump from high school to college is huge. And then to do that three years later right. from high school is super huge. So, I mean, obviously these guys are going to have to ease their way in. And, and fortunately, BYU's got a lot of – uh, leadership and older guys this year which they haven't had in the past and they're not going to be forced necessarily to to have to perform at a high level right off the bat but wait listen, are you saying byu has older players <laughs> i know it's so what? weird i have never heard this we, take we actually have a senior on the team this year that's crazy <laughs> talk you know but uh but but gavin has kind of a freakish body you know so that's what gets a lot of uh, byu fans excited is they see the size and athleticism. I mean, he's going to have a dunk reel in the first three games that I had for my career. I mean, he's he's going to be throwing dunks down, flying all over the place, blocking shots in seven foot two wingspan. That's unusual. And and so, I mean, he, he looked a little bit overwhelmed, a little bit nervous in the first couple of games. But then in that St. Martin's game in the second half, he seemed to kind of settle in a little bit and looked really good. 
I'm really impressed with Connor Harding. I think he uh, just seems to have a knack for basketball, which makes me excited. Just kind of a a feel of the game, which isn't a given for for players. And uh, you know, obviously, looks like Kyle Collinsworth, but a couple of the passes he made the other night, I'm, I'm like, that was Kyle, you know. And that's a lot of pressure to put on a guy. I mean, he's not he's not Kyle, but he's got a nice, pure-looking jumper. And he, he seems to have a real court awareness. And the thing I like most about him is he plays hard. And, and I just like guys that really get after it and play hard and look like they want to get, you know, work hard and get into someone's face defensively. And that, that goes a long way with me. So I'm excited about both of those guys. But I think Connor has looked a little bit better development-wise early on. And uh, Gavin just looks great from a physical perspective. We continue on with our courtside conversation. Mark Duran joining me from the Marriott Center. This is the way college basketball is going. You've seen a trend over the last year or two. Teams scheduling up in the non-conference. That's what the committee wants. It helps at the end of the year when you're trying to get into the tournament, and BYU has done that. What do you What do you like about the approach BYU is taking with a very, I don't say very difficult, but but a a hefty non-conference schedule that starts off with the top ten team at Nevada? I love it. You know, I. Uh, uh, we talk about this with football and independence, and, uh, you know, you got the Arkansas game today announced, and you look at that schedule, and that, that schedule's awesome for that year. I mean, I don't know who they play next, but that year, that's a pretty awesome schedule. I just want to play cool, good teams and teams that are going to stretch you, and, yeah, maybe you'll lose one, but maybe you win one, and that's exciting. Like, BYU's lost some games this year, and it's kind of a bummer, but, man, you beat Wisconsin at Wisconsin. That's awesome. And so I like it, and I don't know, I mean, whatever they want to do. Now it's all about quadrants, and quadrant yep. one win, quadrant two, and this is the – I don't care about that. If you go out and you just win some games and play against good teams and, and perform well and win and then just take care of business. I think part of the problem with BYU in the past couple of years is you get into conference and you don't take care of business. I mean, you've got, you've got to go win the game. Gonzaga takes care of business, and St. Mary's, they don't lose the – Pepperdine on the road. I mean, you got to go out and get the wins you're supposed to win, take care of business, and then maybe get a couple wins you're not supposed to out of conference and play hard and, and put up a good show. Even if you don't win against Nevada, go there, show that you can play with them, give them a game. And I think if you do those kind of things, all everything else can take care of itself. And I, I don't worry about, you know, RPIs and quadrants and all that stuff. Just just let's let's go play some fun, good teams, and then play hard and get some wins. All right, Mark, last thing before I let you go. This is a new part of our conversation. It's our keys to the game. Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen, and Orem proudly present keys to the game. I'm going to ask you your keys to this game, but also keys to being ready for the game next week for real at Nevada. Yeah, well, that's what this game's all about is to get BYU ready. And uh, if you're going to play a team like Nevada, it's best to get them right up the bat where they may have some issues to start the season that they would otherwise iron out 10, 15 games down the road. I'm excited about that game, but it's about getting ready. Now, BYU, like we've already talked about, has some experience. They're not going to be surprised by what will happen in the first game on the road. And so what I'd like to see is just getting that core group, those experienced guys, you let them have some time to play together. Plug in a couple guys that you know you're going to need against Nevada to come in and play. And just everybody get on the same page. That's all this game is about. Get on the same page so you are at the top of your game early on against a really great team and a chance to make a splash. I mean, that is a huge opportunity to go in there to Reno and get a win against the top ten team. 
that can make a difference for the whole season. And it's just the first game. That's not the end of the world if you lose. But if you win, you're in really, really good shape. And so get ready. Be be as a unit and, and with confidence and go in there and get a W. Mark, great stuff as always. We will hear you with uh, Greg Rubel, the voice of the Cougars, coming up in a little bit. Great to talk to you as always. Good to talk to you, Jason. See you. All right, there we go. Mark Duran, our courtside conversation from the Marriott Center. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores. We've got uh, Thursday night football in the NFL. We'll also go over a couple of other local teams playing some college basketball tonight. It's all coming up next as Cougar Pregame Live rolls on on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. We're getting you ready for the BYU Cougars and the Westminster Griffins. First exhibition for the Griffins. Final exhibition for the Cougars. Not the only local teams in action tonight. Three other teams, Utah, Utah State, and Weber State, all in exhibition play tonight. Only the Utes are underway. First half from the Huntsman Center, just under 10 minutes to go in the first half. The University of Utah leading College of Idaho, 26-14. to And then both for Utah State and Weber State, their games won't get underway until 7 o'clock. The Aggies will be hosting the Evergreen State, and Weber State in Ogden will take on Shadron State. And again, all three of those games are exhibition. All right, the NFL Thursday night football, a battle of the Bay Area. San Francisco 49ers, 1-7, and seven, taking on the Oakland Raiders, 1-6. and six. Two wins combined for these two teams. Uh, this one just underway, 13 minutes to go in the first quarter. No score as the Niners host the Oakland Raiders. NBA action, normally on a Thursday night, you have two, maybe three games. Well, there's like five or six games tonight. It's nice in the NBA. Third quarter action in Charlotte. It is the Hornets leading the Oklahoma City Thunder 51-44. to Denver leading in Cleveland 58-46. to Cavs with only one win on the season. At the half in Philadelphia, 76ers taking care of business. They lead the LA Clippers 72-57. to Sacramento leading at Atlanta by 10, 61-51. That game nearing halftime in the ATL. Boston Celtics hosting the Milwaukee Bucks, 16-7. And then the late game tonight in Portland, Trailblazers hosting the New Orleans Pelicans. That's going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, we're going to send you to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center here in Provo, Utah. As tonight, the BYU Cougars conclude their 2018-19 exhibition slate by facing the Griffins of Westminster College, the Division II visitors from Salt Lake City coming down I-15 for the second straight year. I'm Greg Grubel. I'll have your play-by-play call tonight, assisted as always by my left-hand man, the former BYU hoopster, the great Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, we're five days away now from the official start of the Cougars' regular season. Tonight, we get the last dress rehearsal. So what are you looking to see when they hit the stage here against Westminster? 
I'm looking to see from the Cougars what I'm looking to see from uh, from us, Greg. You know, we're we've got some experience. We've been through it before. Yeah. But still, we got to get that chemistry back. Got to iron out the bugs. <laughs> And so by the time that we actually call a real game, it's going to be just flawless. We're going to be ready to go top of our game. That's what I hope to see from BYU. Get that chemistry going. Tighten up your lineup. I know it's an exhibition. You want to get a lot of guys to play. But make sure that that core group, that starting group with a couple of subs, are really getting the feel of playing with each other so that you're ready to go. Because that first game, Greg, that's big. I mean, that a top ten team on the road for your first game, that, that's a huge opportunity. You want to make sure that you're firing on all cylinders. Everything is is happening for you for that game. So you don't want to mess around too much in the exhibitions. A lot of times preseason kind of do a lot of different things because your first couple games aren't really that important or you're not playing against that type, that caliber of team. But that's a great chance. You can't let that kind of chance slip away. Be ready to go. All right, coming up, my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Dave Rose as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. Cougar Hoops on the radio, exhibition style. BYU hosting Westminster, second year in a row. These teams are meeting in a preseason tune-up. BYU won last year's get-together 76-62. Yoli Child's big night, 25 points, 14 rebounds on that one. My pregame interview with Dave Rose, presented by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. And tonight, the Cougars head coach gets his last look-see at his team in a game setting before next week's regular season opener. He also expects to get his first look at BYU big man Colby Lee. Didn't see him last uh, season or in the Cougars exhibition opener. That and more now as I sat down with Coach Rose here in the Marriott Center a short time ago ahead of tonight's exhibition finale against Coach Norm Parrish and the Griffins. You know, Norm's been a friend of ours for years and years, and we we played each other in um, uh, junior college when he was at Salt Lake Community College and I was at Dixie. But uh, his teams are really well coached, and and when he got the Westminster job, he just kind of called and asked if we'd play him just to maybe help him, uh, you know, just with an in-state game. So I don't know if we'll continue, but this was uh, something we put a two-year deal together, and Played us really good last year. I thought it was a really good game. He's got a lot of new players yeah. this year. Uh, you know, might be if you took all divisions, all you know, uh, junior college, division two, NAI, it might be the most turned over yeah. roster that you've I've ever seen. So, uh, don't know really. We know a lot about the guys because we we have history with the guys. Local but guys, yeah. Don't really know what's uh, you know who's going to play together, what kind of combinations. I do have a pretty good idea what he's going to run because he's been running the same thing for 20-some-odd years. So uh, we'll go after him here tonight. How many games do you think you've coached against him? Uh, I was you know, trying to think about that the other day, and uh, I, I bet we're getting close to 30 games you know, after uh, I think we were 11, 10, 11 years uh, you know, in, in, in two or three years. You know, sometimes we play three times you know, as the conference tournament. And then, uh, then the, the years when he was at at Utah, you know, we played two or three times, yeah, four times, right. and then now that you know the, this this series continues. So, I uh, I have a lot of respect for Norm and what he's done over the years, and won a national championship at Salt Lake Community College, and uh, he gets the very most out of his guys, and that's the one thing you're going to see tonight. You're going to see a really tough team, guys that play hard, 
50-50 balls are going to be, uh, you know, a real fight. So hopefully our guys will be ready for it. A lot of his guys you know from the local, local hoops ranks, and there's a couple of players that have also played at other teams you've faced, uh, Monson with Portland and uh, Tavaninen with uh, UVU. Uh, Connor was a, a walk-on up at Utah. Yeah, and one of the players, uh, their wives was one of the, the all-time greats yeah, here. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I watched him <laughs> rebound for his wife for, <laughs> for Cassie for, for quite a few uh, you know hours in the in the annex, and now he's playing for, you know for, uh, for for Westminster. So it's uh, it'll be interesting to, to see all the, t- the ties tonight. That's a Travis Devashree. So uh, your team will start the same as you did, I guess, against the St. Martin's. Uh, uh, one new addition uh, to last week's board is uh, Colby Lee. Got him back this week. Yeah, hopefully we'll get to Colby in the game tonight, and he'll get a chance to kind of get his feet wet. And uh, you know, it was a it, it was um, a long, you know, kind of drawn out process trying to, to to get you know it diagnosed properly, and then. Uh, What'd you figure out with him? Once we figured out that you know where the pain was, and then you know they got. Um, that that it wasn't you know so much a structural thing that they that he could uh, kind of just go after it and get, get the, the, maybe a little bit uh, more serious medication, but it it's it, he's been practicing been practicing well. Uh, you can tell that he's he's missed you know a couple of weeks, but uh, it's just really nice to have another big body. Uh, he's skilled, and we you know it'll be interesting to see. What, what he can do and what he brings to our team. But in practice, it looks really good. Okay. Uh, what do you want to tighten up from uh, your first exhibition game? Well, I just think that, you know, we're in an evaluation process still. I think we've got five or six guys that we're really pretty committed to that we know are going to uh, play a lot of minutes for us. And we're trying to expand our roster and get to, uh, you know, maybe a 10, 11 number for that first game. And uh, we just need guys to, to understand our system, to be able to play uh, within it, uh, you know, I think some guys, you, you get that group that you're going to really depend on, and then you need other guys that can complement that group, and uh, and that that'll be probably our biggest uh, evaluation here tonight. Long periods, longer periods of sustained intensity. I think we we really had, you know, some some really good, uh, you know, uh, combinations in there that played really well to our system at times. But not nearly enough, and and that's what you know. Exhibition games are for is to try to, you know, get yourself ready for that first game. How do you think your two new freshmen and Harding and Baxter did under the lights for the first time last week? I was really happy. I was I was pleased. I thought Connor came in and and felt you know it just looked like he fit with the group. Uh, Connor's a he, he's a really heady player, and uh, and Gav, you know, his game I think gets better every day he plays. The, the more experience he gets, the better he's going to be. Um, I think that his athleticism, he does things in practice that, uh, I mean, things surprises all of us and continues to. And, and those are the things that hopefully uh, he can really bring to help us as he learns the system and, and can find a way to, to help us on the defensive end and uh, also you know, on the offensive end. All right. Sounds good. We're finally into November, so we can really get after it now. It's, well, it's know, basketball. Now. I will tell you this. <laughs> Halloween is interesting around our house. You know, we've got quite a few – uh, grandkids who love the, you know, all the the spooks and all that. But I, I will tell you this: that once Halloween's over, things kind of change as far as it's time. I, I I'm not quite as interested in in the college football this weekend as I Throughout have always been. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've got a we got a big day tomorrow to get get on this uh, Nevada team and. Uh, hopefully we play really well tonight and we can build on that. But uh, Friday, Saturday, Monday are going to be some big days for us. All right, Coach Rose, thanks. Have a good one tonight. We'll talk to you afterwards. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. Hey!
That is Dave Rose. And tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated. With over 50 years experience in Utah, Provo Land to Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land to Title, making the complicated easier. The Cougar tip-off show is coming your way next, live from the Marriott Center. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Fred Rubel. BYU Westminster set for a 7.05 tip here at the Marriott Center. Head coach of the Griffins is Norm Parrish, the longtime Salt Lake Community College head coach, now in his fourth season at Westminster. The Griffins are this season a full-fledged NCAA Division II member for the first time. The Griffins no longer a transitional D2 team. And a short time ago here at the Marriott Center, I asked Coach Parrish about having so much more to play for as the 2018-19 season approaches. It's been weird the, f- the first three years when it comes February. We've had really good kids, but you have to kind of find something to throw at them to motivate them. So, so I hope in February it's a little easier. You know, the downside is we've been really good the last couple of years, and now this year we have complete new team. So hopefully we'll have something to play for in February. Yeah, how was it coaching a team when they got to that stretch of the season, know they could finish as high as they wanted to, but they couldn't go to a tournament, a league tournament, or an NCAA tournament? Like I said, it was hard. We had to kind of, you almost have to get personal with them and find out what gets in each kid's, kind of what gets under him to get him going. And then, uh, you know, luckily some of our last few games of the year were against teams that were very good also. And since we had seniors, they they kind of took it more personal. Mm-hmm. But but it's hard because, uh, you know, we, and they, they were good guys, so we practiced pretty hard and all that. But, but I could... I, I would hate it if we were not com- – I mean, if we were a poor team, yeah. I would think it would be really hard. Right. So I got lucky. I was getting my spotting board ready for tonight for you guys this week, and I went back to last year's just to reference it. It did me almost There's no zero. good. I think Xavier Jarvis played like 10 seconds, and and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, a De- lot of turnover. DeVagere was hurt. Yeah. So, yeah, we have, we have literally, I think, like five points and three rebounds coming back. And, and DeVagere didn't play in this game because right. he was hurt. So so what is the upside to it? <laughs> well, the upside, good question. Because I, I thought last year we came out and the lights were pretty bright for us and we didn't react real well. And I want to say this senior year, group. Yeah, this yeah. year we'll yeah. be ready. But now we got a whole new group. <laughs> so the upside is the, the kids, uh, they, they play hard. They're, the character of person at, at our school is unbelievable. A lot like BYU. And... Uh, uh, so they're excited. Most, you know, we have a lot of Utah kids, so yeah. they're they're excited to have a chance to come play here. So, so we're excited. Hopefully, we'll put on a good, we'll, hopefully, we'll put on a good showing. Uh, second straight year that uh, BYU and Westminster have played here in the exhibition slate. Why is it a good game for for both sides? Do you think? And will this thing continue? Well, I hope it continues. We signed a two year deal, so it's obviously done now. But hopefully, Coach Rose will consider us again. It's great for us. First off, it's BYU, and so we get you know local kids that want to play against BYU and Utah and Utah Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's good for that. Our school in general, you know, it's a big deal because because it's BYU again, mm-hmm. and it's close. So like our president will be here tonight, and people can just come watch. Right. Um, and then financially, you know, they obviously pay us, but but it, it doesn't cost us a plane trip, and because our league is the RMAC, so everything's east. Yeah, 
you. And there's no easy, there's no, there's no hop in a van trip. And so, so this is just ideal for us in that respect. And hopefully for BYU, you know, they're playing against kids that they know will be fired up. And um, I'll, I'll joke and be, I don't know how much they pay other D2s, but they don't have to pay us as much. How about that? <laughs> what do you think about uh, the squad Dave's put together for this year? Oh, they're, they're dangerous, you know. Um, <laughs> and they got the, the kid that worries us, obviously, is Yoli. Like, I, I was joking with people. I watched our game last year yeah, just the other day. And, 25 and 14? Yeah, yeah, but at one point in the game, Westminster was 21 and Yoli had 20. And um, so he he's just an oddity. There's no one like him in our league. You know, we're going to play him tonight, and hopefully we do a good job. But we will not face anybody like him. And then the other thing that they actually caught us off guard last year because they hadn't played. When I was at Utah, we would try to imitate BYU's transition speed and the force they come at you. And you can't imitate it. And And I think that's back. So that... Yeah, it is. That concerns me. Because <laughs> yeah. last, like yeah, yeah. last year we harped and harped and harped on it. Then they came out and it played down. slow yeah, yeah. and threw it inside. So now we still worry about Yoli, but we also know they can they can run and go. And, you know, obviously T.J. Haas is really good. And Zach, my, my son played with Zach at Bountiful, and I know he's better than the 28% he was last year. So they're, to me, they're, 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 they're scarier. I wish I knew which one was coming, or I wish, you know, Yoli's a great kid, but but we have no answer for him. One-on-one, we have zero answer. Well, we shall see how it all turns out tonight. Good to see you back here. Thanks for the time pregame, and have a good one tonight. Okay, thank you. All right, that is Westminster College head coach Norm Parrish. Time now for our You Be the Judge feature, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. And tonight it's an NCAA men's basketball rules question. On a throw-in, when an official is required to hand or bounce the ball to the thrower in, is it the duty of the official to wait until both teams are ready before doing so? The answer coming up next as we get you set for BYU and Westminster on the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Live from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and Westminster coming up as the Cougs close their two-game exhibition slate. First up, the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mine. Here's the rules scenario. On a throw-in, when an official is required to hand or bounce the ball to the thrower in, is it the duty of the official to wait until both teams are ready before doing so? The ruling out of the rule book is no. After the official is given the directional signal and any other necessary information, teams are expected to be ready for all normal play situations. The official should not permit unusual delays during a throw-in. Time for a final break. Final words coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside.
tip-off of BYU and Westminster is coming up next. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.